Programming Throwdown, episode 131. Supporting your favorite creators with Brave, with Jimmy Secretan. Take it away, Jason. Hey, everybody. Um, so, you know, as most of you know, uh, Patrick and I are huge fans of Brave. Um, we love the browser. I recently switched to the search engine, which uh, is working really well. I'm a big fan of that. Um, I love the sort of ethos around Brave and I've, I've uh, been a big fan for a long time. I'm super excited that we have Jimmy Secretan here, to, uh, who's the VP of uh, Ads and Premium Services, to talk about Brave. And we're going to dive through really how it works, um, you know, where it came from, the inspiration, and you know, what they're doing next. Really excited to have you on the show, Jimmy. Well, well, thanks. It's 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 great to be here. Um, yeah, really excited. So, yeah, let me start by I can tell the the audience a, a little bit about Brave. Um, you know, Brave was was uh, started by uh, Brendan Ike and Brian Bondi. Um, and uh, Brendan Ike, who a lot of you will, will, will know from, uh, uh, you know, Mo- Mozilla, the inventor of and the inventor of JavaScript, and uh, um, you know, they they set out to you know create this this you know pr- private you know private by design browser, uh, you know, most secure, most private experience, you know, on the web. I joined, I joined actually a little over three years ago, um, you know, and. Uh, uh, one of the things, um, you know, one of the things that's really interesting about Brave, and and if and if you haven't haven't tried it out, please go to brave.com. You know, you can download it for uh, uh, desktop, for you know, Android, for iOS, for you know, for for for, for whatever you're using. Um, you know, e- easy to install, easy to try out. The experience is, if you you know, if you use Chrome, uh, the experience is a lot like that, except. Um, you know, in, in in incredibly aggressive about blocking out these you know third third party ads and trackers that you know sort of uh, you, you know choke the internet experience and you know make it less private you know and so Brave is is this you know an incredibly fast, incredibly uh, you know lightweight way to you know in, yeah, enjoy how did the web you, again. How did you get you know what? Tell us a little bit about the path that that you followed. You know, kind of your kind of career. Like, you know, what what was the path that Kind of led you to to working on Brave. Yeah, so I I met Brendan Ike um, back when I was working at uh, an ad tech company uh, called Snobby, and um, you know we had started to to talk about you know okay, well if you wanted to make these these very private by design ad systems. You know how how would you you know how would you go about doing that? And because um, my my background, I, I did my PhD in in privacy preserving uh, machine learning, uh, you know, at, at UCF uh, here you know here in Orlando. So you know, always had this like real strong interest in privacy, and then got actually into you know ad advertising technology. You know, all, all that stuff that you know powers these ads and. Um, but it's, there was a lot of foresight there because I think, you know, that was, uh, probably what, like 2010 or so. And, and I don't know if privacy, I mean, definitely privacy wasn't as big as it is now. And, and in general, I don't feel like it was in the zeitgeist back then. So that's, that's uh, very forward thinking. No, you're absolutely right. You know, because, uh, you know, when my, my, my advisor came to me, uh, you know, and, and said, oh, okay, well, I have this, this really interesting area. It's like, you know, pr- Privacy and data mining, and I'm like, what? You know, basically, what, what are all those things? <laughs> like, what, what, why does you know anybody need all that stuff? And uh, 
you know, but, but got into this, you know, really interesting area uh, of, you know, because of, uh, you know, had that, that data background is like, oh, well, this is like a really, you know, you know, like there are these really interesting ways that people can share data that, you know, but, but still remain private by design, but sort of get still what they want out of those systems. And, you know, sort of this interesting kind of upcoming area. And, uh, and actually my, my, my first job, you know, out of, out of my PhD was, was with a, a company that was just doing just that We're saying like, Hey, you know, like, great. There's all this, this advertising stuff that, you know, helps, helps power these, these publishers and, you know, keep this great content free. Uh, but we should make it more private by design and, you know, re- really got into that stuff. And yeah, this was, this is like 2010, 2011. And we just sort of, you know, we're like, this is, this is privacy's moment. You know, everybody's, you know, like Safari and, you know, started, you know, uh, blocking, you know, third party cookies and like, you know, re- really, you know, cleaning things up. And, and, you know, everybody was, 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 was starting to, you know, kind of talk about this, like, okay, like there's this very privacy sensitive future where, um, you know, you, you still want, you still want all the services you're accustomed to, but you, you know, you don't want your, your data everywhere. And, um, and, you know, then at the time it was sort of like, oh, okay, people are interested. And then, you know, they say, oh, that's, that's interesting. And, and doing, you know, building things that are private by design is, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, it's, you really have to start to think about things differently and structure things differently. And, you, you know, but we, we put the effort into it and it was just kind of like, yeah, it was interesting to people, but it wasn't quite the time. But, you know, I think fast, fast forward, you know, t- 10 or so years later, right. And, and now, you know, things are really reaching fever pitch. Like, you know, pe- people realize that, that, you know, okay, look, even if we, you know, even if we trust these companies um, and, you know, we don't always like how they're, they're using our data, um, you know, they can be breached, you know, all these things can, can happen with this data or be used in ways that, that we don't intend that, you know, it's, it felt like, you know, it feels like, look, this is really the time to start to, uh, you know, push on these really private by design systems and, and make them work for, you know, for real. Um, yeah. I mean, one yeah. of the things we, we talked about in, in back in episode 109, we had Kevin Rutia on the show and he talked about digital marketing. And it blew my mind when he went through um, so many different use cases of, of advertising and marketing. And, and I didn't even realize that I was being being marketed to. So yeah. I'll give you one example. Um, have you ever looked up, uh, you know, get data from, you know, I don't know, pager duty into Google Cloud or, or yeah. like, you know, something like that or get data from Google Cloud into S3. So so this company Zapier, you know, basically bought domains and did a ton of SEO. So that anytime you put, you know, get X from Y into Z, uh, you know, they've, they've covered, they've enumerated all of those and they're yeah. the first search result. And it just seems like, wow, Zapier does everything. And so that's, that's marketing and it's brilliant. And it, you know, when Zapier started, they had that idea of they wanted to be the company to do that. But, you know, if, if I, you know, technologist who has zero marketing advertising experience had that idea, I would just build it and put it on GitHub and probably no one would even know it was there. <laughs> but Zapier, you know, they put their marketing hat on and they did that and they were able to provide a ton of value to people, right? And so folks out there, you know, you're going to be building projects and there's going to be, you know, an audience that really wants to consume that project, yeah. but it's not, 
it's not trivial to connect yourself to those people and, and add that value. And that is where, um, you know, th that's, that's, that's where something like, you know, you need to have some arbitrator that knows, you know, who's looking for what and who's providing that and connects those people together. It's super, super important. So, you know, when a lot of people see ads, they see, um, you know, they, they, they immediately like, uh, think of the worst things like, like, right. look at like, uh, like, look what this mom feeds her kids and her kids are six foot six or whatever. It's like, you know, buy this yeah. broccoli supplement or whatever. <laughs> to save money on your car insurance, right? Yeah, like this one weird trick and <laughs> like, you know, you two could get a PhD, you know, and it's like, okay. But, uh, um, but, but no, I mean that, you know, that, you know, there's also, I mean, and then on the other side of it, there's people who say, okay, there's something sinister going on here because I talked about going kayaking and the next week I'm getting a kayaking ad, like how did that possibly happen? So, yeah. so kind of, you see the ends of the spectrum and it's important for people to realize like in between there, um, you know, there's a ton of value and, and there's, there's, there's some, there's, there's the grease that keeps like our entire economy and our entire economy of, of knowledge and of ideas, you know, functioning. Yeah, that that's absolutely right. That, you know, and, and Brave's, Brave stance, which, you know, I really love is that it's like, look, you know, see, seeing, you know, this advertising and marketing and, you know, right. And of course, su supporting your favorite creators and publishers, you know, that like, th that's, that's actually an important part of, of what keeps the web going. And so, you know, yes, Brave is aggressive at blocking out these sort of third party ads and trackers and the things that are doing stuff that um, users just don't expect or understand or, you know, sharing in a way, but it's, it's not because we're unfriendly to the, the internet advertising model and quite the opposite. Like we know it's, you know, that like core to, you know, like when, when Brave was founded, it's like, okay, here's the important triangle, right? Like there's the user, you know, the user is this most important part of, of keeping the internet going. There's the advertisers who, you know, help fund it. And then there's the, there's the creators who are creating this, this, you know, great and interesting content that people want to go see and they all, you know, interact importantly, you know? So, um, and, and that's what, you know, and that's what really brought me to brave and, and was, you know, really interesting to me. And I, you know, I said, Hey, I've, I've got background and experience this, you know, making these systems sort of private by design and, and being, you know, good and transparent and above board and, and, and let's, let's do this. Let's make this a part of it. Um, because, yeah, to, to your point, um, you know, if, if you've tried to visit, um, you know, uh, any any publisher site recently, you know, with, with without Brave or other, you know, comparable protections, right? Like, you know, open up, you know, do, do yourself a favor. It's like, you know, open up that that inspector, like look at the network tab and, you know, see all of the requests that come along with just reading an article or, you know, going through something. And it can be dozens or hundreds of these requests that are, um, you know, sh sh uh, sharing data about you in different ways and transferring it between systems. Um, and again, all these things that you don't necessarily expect. Like you, if you are on, you know, for instance, a, a, a car site, right? Well, Typically on all those car sites, there are these, they call them pixels in the background. They're just, you know, little like, like in, invisible things that, that your, your browser will load and they'll like, you know, set, set this cookie, set this little piece of information saying like, great, here's, here's, here's somebody and they've gone to a car site and then you'll be on some other unrelated site. They'll make 
a, a similar request from that same provider and say like, oh yeah, yeah, this was, this was, this, you know, same, same person who was on that, uh, you know, on that car site and sort of this, this data can, you know, follow you everywhere and, and, you know, get processed in other systems. And then, you know, people are like, well, you know, it's, it's not that people always object to being advertised to, but they're like, how, how, how did you know this? Like, where did you get this? You know? Yeah. And then once you introduce the social, you know, graph, so, so, you know, I think, you know, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn to a lesser extent, uh, you know, uh, TikTok, I mean, all these, all these sites have similar kind of, uh, uh, pixels that they put on other people's sites. At least this is a, the whole third-party cookies thing. And so what can happen is you're getting back to the kayak example. I mean, I definitely get got asked this a lot in the past. Like, like you know, is 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 my phone listening to me 24/7 right. and somehow doing some ASR 24/7 and then pulling out AdWords? It, it'd be extremely intractable from a tech perspective. But but what's actually happening there is, you know, you might have talked about kayaking to somebody. And then that person went on the web and looked up a bunch of kayaking stuff. And because you and that person are such close friends, now both of you are impacted by what that person did. And so, and so, so anytime you have a dialogue that other persons, you know, you know, if, if, if you have a, a, a real life connection and a Facebook connection, then, you know, you're going to close the loop there. And so, um, but, but to your point, I mean, all of that, feels extremely creepy and um because the data is coming from so many different places and it's not siloed um you know it feels like there's something sinister you know some some yeah, evil magic going on and and really what we need is is to your point is we just need to be able to silo things um you know and and i think the blocking of the third party cookies is uh that's that's a relatively recent thing right I mean, you know, Brave is a pretty aggressive protections from, you know, I think from from day one. But yeah, a lot a lot of them, you know, a lot of these browsers and, and then but but right. And what you might be alluding to, right, is that, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, you know, Google Chrome is is trying to, you know, do away with these, you know, sort of third party cookies by default. Yeah, they're feeling yeah. the pressure from that's, the that's from right. Brave. That's right. Uh, of like your data being used in these unexpected ways. So, um, you know, I think there's this there's sort of especially now more than there's ever been like a push, you know, not just from like users and lawmakers and, and people like that, but from, you know, from industry, from like people who want to advertise stuff, they're like, okay, well this, this is fine if we have to find a more private way to do it, but like we, we, we got to get started. You know, we, we've got to, you know, we've got to start using these, these better ways of doing it, or we're going to you know lose access to, you know, to our audiences. Yeah, that makes sense. So from like a, uh, a tech standpoint, can you kind of walk folks through, you know, what are sort of third-party cookies, and then and what does Brave do, and and how is how is that different? Like, what what actually, um, you know, at the end of the day, you still want to learn uh, people's interests, right? Like, I don't want to see ads for, I don't know, knitting or something like that. Like, I'd, I'd rather see something that that is going to be relevant to me. That that is. I saw an ad recently for um, 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 for this for this uh, kind of like a product that. Anyways, it's kind of a technical thing, but I thought, oh, this is really cool. I could probably use yeah. this. And, and you so you know, that's it, right? that's the kind of thing that you want. And so you know, how do you, how does you know what is what was the state of things before Brave, and what is Brave doing, and how do you kind of can you get the best of both worlds, or how do you deal with that dialectic? 
Sure thing. I mean, and, and look, let me caveat by saying I, I am I am not the expert in Brave's various protections. There are people who are great at it at Brave, and they they can speak to you at length about the uh, you know like the numerous numerous like fine grain protections you know that Brave offers. All, you know all the all the way from sort of like you know blocking these requests as far upstream as you can to preventing fingerprinting, which is when, you know, advertisers sort of use unique information about your device, even when they can't set cookies, you know, there's these like numerous protections that they can write books for you on, you know, but yeah, what it comes down to is like different ways of, you know, uh, protecting your information from getting, you know, shared like across sites, across sessions, across things that you do. So in that example that I talked about, you know, where, you are, you know, like I said, on a, on a car site, right, or on a travel site, and, you know, sort of your, whatever you're doing there, and your preferences on that are, you know, then being pulled back into, um, you know, this, this ad tech providers kind of, kind of infrastructure, right? And then, and, and, you know, it, it is a, is a third party request, you know, if you're on, you know, travel, travel, whatever.com, this is to, you know, goes to, you know, ad tech provider.com. Um, but you know, they, they know it's coming from, from that travel site. And so, you know, then you can, you know, if you are on at some later point, you're on a news site, right. And that news site wants to serve you ads. Um, all it has to do is say, make a request to, you know, adtechprovider.com. It says, Oh, actually this is, this is somebody I recognize, like somebody I recognize and I know they've done some interesting and relevant. So, you know, I know, I know they're interested in travel, you know, I know they've looked up some new cars, you know, whatever it is. And then say, and I, you know, and have those, those ads to give you right, right there. Um, but you know, um, and, uh, you know, and to your point, it's like, look, you, you want stuff to be relevant sometimes. And sometimes you like, like is, as, 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 jaded as we can become about you know advertising on the internet it's like oh that's that's a cool thing like i didn't know like that's great why didn't you tell me that existed like now nah, I, I want that you know and so right and, and put yourself on the other side of it i mean if you build something you know how are you going to tell someone halfway across the world about your thing that's right and, that's and right. there's really no other other way to do it i mean that's that's what people have done since since the dawn of uh of, 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 of commerce. Right. Yeah. And, and if you're, you know, and if you're a publisher, right. And, and that's, and, and that's, you know, very much part of the, the conversation, like you, you actually want, you know, that's, that's how in a ton of cases you're, you're funding, you know, that the content that you're putting together, like, yeah, you know, people are paywalling stuff more, but like the, you know, sort of the easiest way to get, get things out there. And, and the reason why, you know, a lot of small creators can exist is, is that, you know, ability to advertise and, and, um, and, and get, um, you know, sort of get rewarded for, for what they do. Right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's, that's an important component of it. Um, or, or, you know, or find, you know, right. It's important that they find ways that they can, you know, in a, in a low friction way, get, you know, get support from their community. And it's, you know, people aren't always into, you know, okay, well, pull out, you know, my, my credit card and, you know, put, put in 10 bucks there. And, you know, that's, it's, it's sometimes that's very high friction for them to do. And so, you know, that's, that's, like I said, another piece of that. And so the, the alternative that, you know, Brave has put in a lot of effort to, you know, looks, looks a lot like this, right? So we work, you know, we work with advertisers also, right? And so we say, you know, they come to us and they say, yeah, we've got this great new project. We, you know, we want to get this, you know, in front of people, you know, all that other good stuff. 
Um, okay, well, we have an interface where they can put in and you know call it tra- trafficking a campaign, but it's basically saying, okay, what, what do you want to tell them? Where do you want to send them? And you know, how, how much do you want to spend? Um, and then for users who opt in to what we call um, it's, it's our Brave Rewards program. And the part that, that I work on is, is, is Brave Ads. And so users, users opt into this. They decide to do this. They say, yes, want to do this. And, you know, and the great part about it is they're rewarded for their attention. They get 70% of the ads revenue that, that we take in, um, you know, is, is paid out directly to them in, in the form of our, our basic attention token. You know, it's, it's Ethereum-based, you know, crypto token that, that you know, can, can transfer, you know, transfer value, you know, it's, um, it's, you know, it's got, got real worth. Um, and so you, you opt into this program and then what's happening in the background is this, uh, your browser then goes out, fetches this, you know, catalog of ads for your region, like all the stuff that advertisers, you know, are eager to show you. And then as you browse along, we're using what, you know, we, we would call it local machine learning. So that means that everything stays on device, right? Like, you, you know, your history, your visits, your searches, they they never get sent to us. They never get sent to Brave. They never get sent to anybody else. All that stuff happen, happens with you. But we can still make stuff relevant by saying, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, the, the browser itself saying like, okay, well, wh- what are they interested in? All right. Well, they've been browsing these, you know, like they're looking for a new laptop, like, okay, great. Like we can, you know, you can recognize that and you never have to communicate that, you know, to, to, to brave or anybody else's systems. But then your browser said, okay, actually I'm looking in this, this, this big, big list of ads. And there's, there's something like exactly new. There's like a great deal on a new laptop. Right. And then we, uh, right now in a couple different forms, either you'll see a little notification pop up at the side. Um, we have some that come up in, in a news reader and, and some, you know, across, uh, you know, the, the new tab page, but you know, for, for the notification ones, you know, those are, are put, you know, th- those are, 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 you know, made relevant for you. Right. And so it's like, okay, great. We know that we've got like a, uh, you know, exactly what they're looking for. Um, let's show this, let's show this to them. Right. And then what we do is this, this really interesting process from there. Um, we have, it's, it's, it's called a, like a two phase blinded token process, basically. Sponsor for today's show is in particle. At the end of the day, your customer has to be at the center of everything you do. This starts with the right customer data strategy as well as the right foundation to solve the challenges that typically inhibit success, such as data quality, data governance, and connectivity. Mparticle is your real-time customer data infrastructure that helps accelerate your data strategy by cleansing, visualizing, and integrating your customer data from anywhere to anywhere. Ultimately, better data leads to better decisions, better customer experiences, and better outcomes. Some of the best brands in retail, financial services, hospitality, media, travel, gaming, and many other industries have chosen Mparticle. Learn more by visiting www.mparticle.com. Better data, better decisions, better outcomes. Visit mparticle.com to learn how teams at Postmates, NBC Universal, Spotify, and Airbnb use Mparticle's customer data infrastructure to accelerate their customer data strategies. 
So like, how does that, how do you get started building something like that, right? Because you're, you're building something that you can't observe. And so, and so that uh, seems really, really hard. I mean, actually we could, yeah, let's, let's spend a little bit of time on that. I mean, you have to, um, so, so, you know, to backtrack a little bit. So, you know, the way I guess, you know, old ad tech would work is they would, they would take in, uh, you know, so, so that, that company you said would see, oh, um, uh, you know, this person went to this travel website. And so they would have a row somewhere in some uh, database right. somewhere saying, you know, Jimmy Secretan went to travel website at this time on this day. And then they have a ton of these rows and then they can uh, do a bunch of machine learning on that. And then they can ask like little hypotheticals like, OK, what do I think Jimmy is really interested in now? And it would come back and say laptops and they say, OK, well, that looks like it makes sense because I have this whole database in your case, though you know, it's, it's all blind. Right. So, so how do you build something? It just seems like wild to be able to build something like that and, and, and know that it's working. Yeah. It, and it, it is very challenging to, to put together and run, but it's, it's, it's powerful when it works, you know? Um, so, right. Exactly. To your point, if this were traditional ad tech, you know, the, the request would go out, you know, I'd be on, I'd be on some new site, the request would go out to, you know, tra tra travel site or, you know, to, to adtechprovider.com. And yeah, I, you know, I, my user ID there would represent, you know, hundreds, thousands of rows in that database that, you know, covers literally everything that I, you know, might have ever shown interest in, you know, or at least since I, you know, last, last cleared my cookies, right. And, um, so, right. It could be, you know, say like, okay, well, we got laptops and, you know, we got this travel. And even then there's the fingerprinting thing. We should definitely talk about that too. I'd love to learn more about that. That's right. And so even, you know, it's like, even when, um, you know, uh, you know, and I say like, okay, great, I'm going to solve this. I've blocked out third-party cookies like this. Great. It is, you know, it is, it is fine. They, they, they can't use this ID to look up, you know, s s stuff about me. Um, what some of these systems can then do, right, is they say like, well, okay, you know, we know historically that it's like, you know, your IP address hangs around for, you know, X amount of time and your user agent has, is, you know, sort of this identifiable, it's either this or something you've recently upgraded and, um, and it can, it can get wild, you know, and I, I don't know how common these, these are out there, but like, it, it can even go to the point where it's like, how your GPU renders stuff, you know, and, wow. and that can be like, like you can, you can sort of read back those like can pixels in the canvas and like different, different configured computers and browsers will like render things in different ways. Like it, it, it gets, you know, it gets extreme and it's, and it's a, you know, it's, it's an arms race in some, in some ways, right. Of like, okay, you know, somebody will introduce some protection, um, against this type of, of, you know, re-identification or fingerprinting. And then, you know, somebody will come out with something even more sophisticated to, you know, to, to get around it. Right. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm, you know, taking the time to think about it, I mean, a lot of people, you know, their browser uh, doesn't occupy, they're, they're not full screen. Like the browser doesn't occupy yeah. the whole window. And so they've probably just resized it, you know, months ago and it's just that size. And so it's, it's some, it's some like pretty unique number. I mean, there, yeah, there's all sorts of things you could do, right? That's right. And each little bit of information that you have gives you a little bit more to help you, you know, identify that. So it's, even if you can't set the cookies that you want to, um, you know, there's, there are systems out there that, that help, that help to reconnect that and say like, oh, okay, actually I thought this was somebody new, but I took this, this, and this, 
and I've pulled all this in and it's like, okay, now I've got, and it's like, now I've got, you know, their, their, their travel interests, their, their, you know, laptop interests, you know, all this. Wow. And you know, the worst part about that is then some, some of that stuff starts to make it to where like, it's hard to even find what, you know, for, for, for all of, you know, third-party cookies, you know, fault. Sometimes you can at least go like, you know, the provider has to give you some sort of lookup usually, or you say like, okay, well, what do you know about me? But you know, this, this, this can be a lot, you know, a lot harder to see and a lot more hidden. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and really it gets to the point of like, well, look, what do we want to keep building? Do we want to keep having this like arms race with, you know, ad tech providers and browser makers where we're just constantly, you know, upping, upping the game of, of, you know, you know, measures and countermeasures, or do we want to like start over, you know, build something interesting from scratch that, you know, meets, meets the privacy requirements, meets the user requirements, rewards them as, as part of it, you know, for their attention and gets the advertisers the the outcome that they want and and then makes it so those users can go and you know contribute those earnings back to their favorite creators like keep keep the web running like and that seems you know that that's the alternative that you know we put in a lot of effort to and you know that's 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 what we think is going to you know be important in the future so yeah that makes sense i love the the way that that brave works on this sort of spectrum we're on one end of the spectrum you know, you can donate some of your, um, you know, some of your, some of your mind and some of your time to, to, you know, look at some other opportunities and then, and then, you know, you will actually get some of those attention tokens and then, uh, the website that you're on will get, will get some of those attention tokens and that supports the content creators that are, you know, producing that content, you know, and then alternatively on the other end of the spectrum, um, you know, you can actually you know, uh, you know, spend, you know, you can, you can, uh, get, uh, bats, you can get these brave attention tokens, uh, you know, just by spending, spending, uh, you know, USD or, or whatever your local currency is, you know, you can get these tokens and then you can give them directly to, uh, you know, these content creators, these websites, and you don't even have to manually manage all of that or subscribe to a paywall and do all of that. You, you just set up the brave wallet once for the entire internet. Um, and Brave will also handle, uh, you know, it has some has some different policies of how you want to distribute that. Uh, you could do it, you know, manually, but they also have some automatic policies. And so that whole thing, I think, is uh, yeah, much more elegant way of doing things. Yeah, and you, you and you just you did a great job describing it, right? Because right, when you sign up for this these Brave rewards, and you you'll you know if you're seeing these privacy preserving ads, you'll, you'll get your payout at the end of the month, and then yeah. Uh, you know, all the way for, you can, you can, you know, say like, Oh, look, I love this article. I love this tweet. And you can just go give, you know, just go give somebody a bat, you know, like, like, Oh, great. You know, great work, you know, keep, keep up the good work. Or like you're saying, say, okay, look, I, of what I've earned and taken in, I want you to contribute, you know, X amount of bat to, you know, to, to the sites that, that, you know, I love, or you can say, look, I don't want to do any of this stuff entirely, you know, ads in whatever form annoys me, but I do want to support, you know, uh, uh, support, support my favorite creators. Great. I'm going to put some, you know, bad into the system. I'm going to, you know, send it to my favorite creators and, uh, you know, so support them that way. Right. And, and we, you know, we want to make sure that, that, uh, you know, there's there's room for all those different ways of doing it. Cool. Yeah, we've we've had a couple of over the years. We've had a couple of cryptocurrency type folks, um, but I don't think we've really 
you know, had a deep dive into Ethereum and, and, and these kind of things. And so maybe just at, at a high level, what, uh, you know, what is BAT and, and how do people get it? Can people c- turn it into their local fiat currency? You know, wh- how does that whole thing work? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, so right. You know, BAT is, is called like an, an ERC 20 token, um, you know, on, on the Ethereum network. And it's, and, in, and that really just describes a, 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 you know, set of, of sort of standard interfaces, you know, for, for this token that like, you know, you, it, it, it works in, in a lot of the ways you expected, you can, you know, trade it around, send it, you know, you know all, all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, there are, there are many different places. Now you can go, you know, you can go to different, um, uh, you know, these, these different providers on, on the web go say like, great, I, you know, I want to buy a hundred bat. I, you know, I'm really interested in this. Um, and then it, you know, it's, it's, it's compatible with our ecosystem. And, um, you know, it's so, and, 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 and look, I will again caveat by saying, you know, I, I, I never came into to Brave as, as the crypto expert and, and I still still would not claim to be. But, you know, it's, it's I, like, I feel confident, you know, more than me. Patrick actually is a crypto. Uh, I don't know if he's a secret crypto guru, but he just in general seems to know more than I do. But uh, uh, but no, I mean, you've explained it really well. Definitely. You know, I, I'm starting to paint a bigger, uh, better picture here. Yeah. I mean, and, and what makes it, you know, re- really exciting, right, is like. Look the w- the way this came about, and and I think what what's so cool about you know co- coins like this, you know they they have these like these ICOs, these initial coin offerings, and and Brave was no no different. You know it's like okay, well look we're 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 minting all these you know these these new coins, and you know people can people can and and, and they did you know support the future of Brave. You know, um, you know when when uh, when when the Brave team sort of put. Put you know put that out there and said look here's they, they put out the white paper they said here's what we really want to do here's how we want to you know reshape the economics of the internet we think this is the right way to do it you know here's the team that that we're forming and building to to do just that um, and people went in and they said okay well like I think there's value you know there's value in this future I want to buy some of this you know token and you know I I. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's just, it's like such a cool, you know, grassroots way of, of, you know, su- supporting projects that you love, you know, and, and, and of course there's, you know, I will, I will not name names, but there are also plenty of coin offerings out there that, you know, are the, you know, a little bit. Oh yeah. I've heard about some, movie, right? some you know? sketchy ICOs. Yeah. You know. But this is, I mean, I think from the beginning, it was clear that this is a real business, a real product. Absolutely. Some, some of the ICOs are just, it was clear that there's nothing really there. Absolutely. You know, and, and we have, you know, um, I think it was, you know, I think it was in January. I think we, we, we paid out something like eight and a half million brave users, um, you know, in, 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 in the form of, of bat. And, um, you know, so, so it's, you know, what, what I, what I love about brave, you know, and, and, you know, there, there are, again, a lot of companies, like you're saying, out there that are, you know, sort of consider themselves in the crypto space and, and work with it. And, you know, we are very much not just like crypto for crypto's sake. It's like, look, this is a, you know, obviously like like Brave super appeals to, to you know, crypto savvy users. There are, you know, I have been lucky to work with, you know, some of the most like brilliant crypto people that, that you know, I've ever, ever met, you know. Uh, you know, here, here at Brave and people who like r- really understand these things inside and out. But more than anything, it's like, 
look, we know that this is an, an important tool to a, you know, to a, a vibrant future, right? Because, you know, like, and look, and there's some systems that you kind of need to, to, to bridge that, you know, the, 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 the sort of blockchains aren't always ready and there's still like a ton of development and like every year it's it's different. Yeah, actually kind of a, a question there is, is why, uh, and this is maybe a dumb question, but why are there different coins? So like specifically with Brave, like why not use Ethereum or Bitcoin or one of these these things? Like what's the, like why, what's the advantage in making a, a new a new form of currency? Yeah, absolutely. And and look, the the early versions of you know Brave that did this you know did did this with 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 Bitcoin, right? Because the you know the the, the ICO hadn't happened yet, and uh, and that was that was uh, d- definitely before my time. But you know the. The, the, the thing is, like, you know, what, what gives rise to, like, so many of these different coins is that, like, you know, one, Ethereum is, like, very cool and interesting because, you know, of uh, you know, things like they, they call, you know, smart contracts, right? Where it's, like, on the blockchain, you can sort of put code on the blockchain that will, like, that, that, that will execute. You can do all these, you know, really interesting things with it. And I think the Brave team, you know, at the time knew that, like, Look, have, having you know, sort of your, your your own token. One gave you this, like you know, a, a lot of these really interesting things that you could start to do in the future. Like you could start to make these, you know, these these sort of really you know smart things around it that are imposed, you know, by the blockchain, and and that future is like really appealing. And two, a, you know, a really important part of the the ICO is this. Um, you know, the team allocated a bunch of tokens for what they, they called the, the user growth pool, right? And so the idea was like, hey, look, we are going to use, we're allocating a certain certain amount of this to to help bootstrap these, you know, this system, right? And 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 make it, you know, oh, interesting, and, you know, uh, for for users and creators and like, um, you know, to, to to get that going and and you know, so, so those kinds of things, I think, tend to be like really, you know, really important for projects like this to, to help get off the ground, you know? Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So by creating sort of a separate token, you're creating um, like a unique, uh, like a like a siloed risk profile. So basically, you could give a bunch of brave tokens to folks. And then, and then, uh, you know, they have an incentive now to, to, uh, to keep, you know, the, the brave ecosystem healthy versus if you just gave Ethereum to random people, then that's just, that's just money in a well. And who knows what would really have happened. Yeah. And, and like we said, we can, we can do stuff, you know, some of our systems help, um, you know, handle, handle the parts that are still maturing, uh, you know, on, on web three. And so for instance, like, uh, when you want to send, a You'll, you'll hear people in like crypto complain about, you know, gas fees. And really it's just like these like high transaction costs. And, you know, for instance, a lot of what Brave has, has you know, tried to work on. So it's, you know, it's like if you think about trying to contribute a creator, right, like to a creator, one of the one of the one of the sort of obvious and more straightforward things that people did for a while is like, hey, look, great, I'm going to I'm going to put my my ETH address on here. And whenever you'd like, you can, you can send me, you know, send me ETH, like, like do it or, 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 you know, uh, Bitcoin. And, you know, it's like, and so, but, you know, Ethereum fees, like transaction fees have been like really high. So it's like, okay, you know, if I have to pay 10 or $15 to send somebody a dollar that doesn't (laughs) doesn't work very well. Right. And so a lot of the, 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 the gap, you know, that, that Brave helped to bridge was saying like, okay, look, you, you can actually, 
you know, you can actually give, you know, sort of these, these, uh, you know, uh, you can contribute to your favorite creators with these, these tokens. Our systems will actually help keep, you know, keep the fees to, to basically, you know, keep the fees minimal, make it anonymous in the way you contribute to it. Right. So we actually don't know that it's coming from, um, you know, okay, well, it's, we've, you know, we've tracked, you know, we've tracked the contributions of this Ethereum address. So we know that, you know, the same user has done this, right? Like mm-hmm. our system sort of helped to keep those, those, you know, votes and contributions anonymous and, uh, you know, re- reduce the, the fees on things. And then ultimately, you know, ultimately then they will later in aggregate get, what they say, settled on chain, like actually, you know, sent to, you know, to a crypto address, like, to try to, you know, to try to keep this practical. So now, like in the Brave system, right, you can go and you can set and you say, like, great, I want to, I want to send, I love this tweet, here's a dollar. And it's like this easy, low friction way. Um, or, you know, I, I love this article, like, I really want to support this, this creator, like, great, the super low friction way, like, hey, I, I earned, you know, five or six bucks in bet last time, you know, this was good reporting, you know, here's, here's, here's a dollar. And it's mm-hmm. funny that that, you know, interestingly enough, uh, you know, if you're if you're a creator with a um, sort of ads driven site, you know, like getting a direct and low friction contribution of a dollar, you know, can be, you know, in, in aggregate big because, you know, sometimes those, you know, fine, you've loaded an article and a typical, you know, they call it like programmatic impression on a you know, on like some publisher site, maybe a a dollar, you know, CPM. And that that means like a dollar per thousand of them. So it's like, you know, versus like, okay, well, hey, I I saw ads and I contributed to, you know, to your page, right? Like, or, you know, like that's the good I did. Like that might only be, you know, 0.3 cents, uh, you know, whereas if, you know, a, a, a few interested people, you know, want to make contributions and have a good low friction way to do it, like, you know, that, that can, that can be worth actually like quite, quite a few ads, you know, seen on a site. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. I think, um, um, plus, you know, it, it allows people to, to, um, you know, to, to really tangibly clearly see, you know, how much value they are creating. I think that, um, I mean, anything with donations, you know, there's a ton of, uh, psychology around donations and how that all works, but but I mean, clearly there's a correlation between how many donation, how many donations you're going to get and the value that you're providing. And so you can, you can measure that and you can ultimately, you know, most people who are producing content, they are ultimately, they're trying to provide the best possible service. And so this gives them a nice measuring stick. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So, you know, one of the things that, that, um, you know, I really liked uh, back in, I guess, 2009 or something when, when Google started really pushing Chrome and, and, and you know, logging into Chrome and you know, having your sort of identity, you know, attached to the browser mm-hmm. was just the fact that like, you know, your bookmarks kind of went everywhere you did, your history kind of went everywhere. And so is that kind of stuff possible in Brave? I actually don't don't honestly don't know the answer to this question but but is there a way to sort of sync your bookmarks and your history and all of that given that there really is no you know you're not logging in when you when you install brave jason i'm so glad that you asked <laughs> so literally i mean if it's true i need to set set it up cuz currently it's not synchronized <laughs> no I, I feel i feel like i feel like it gave me a real softball here so that's that's great uh, so okay i thought the answer was going to be no so i thought thought <laughs> okay 
One of the things that my team works on um, is Brave, Brave Sync, um, or, or you know, the, uh, yeah. So uh, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, Brave is based on Chromium, which for you know for for, for anybody in the audience doesn't know, like that's that's the same sort of open source core that is in, you know, Google Chrome that like, you know, everybody's familiar with, right? Yeah, actually, do you know anything? I'm really curious about the history of that. Um, like, 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 uh, do you know, because do, do you or, or Brandon or other folks in your circles know really like, like how Chrome came about to be an open source thing and, and what the, what went on there? Oh, that's a good question. No, I, I, I'm, I'm sure they would, they would know the history of it. Like, you know, I, I, I don't, but it's sort of been, been, you know, been that way as long as I can remember. And, you know, and, and it's, and it's good because it does give, um, you know, now pro- projects like ours, of course, can sort of say like, okay, look, we're taking the, we're taking the core of that, but we want to bring it in, in this direction, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I, and look, I think it's paid off for, for them too, right? Like our team, you know, quote unquote upstream stuff all the time where we say like, oh, actually we found this, found this problem in, you know, core Chromium, like, and, you know, they pull in our, our pull request and, nice. and, you know, everybody, everybody benefits. Right. And so, um, but, but yeah, so it, it's for, for, for at least the last, uh, you know, three years, it's, it's based on, yeah, Chromium. Um, I think a little bit before that, like it, it used to be based on this, this, uh, fork of Electron, you know, like, uh, but ah. yeah, now based on Chromium and, and, um, and of course it's like, if you base on Chromium, the good part is like a bunch of stuff is sort of done there for you. And there's, you know, you solve, you can solve these compatibility issues, but still get a lot of the protections that you want. But, you know, interestingly enough, like, so, you know, right, Google has a sync, you can turn on sync, sync your bookmarks and, and, and all that other stuff. Right. And, um, and because the client side code, like this, the stuff that talks to the, the, the server is open source, right. That's, we, we, we can use that too. But the, um, but the, uh, the, the, the server side of, of Google sync is, is not, not open sourced. And so, um, you know, we had had this, this legacy sort of sync system actually be, before that, that, that we kind of carried through. And um, after the switch to, to Chromium, we said, okay, well, look, um, if, you know, we want to make this, we, we want to give everybody the, the, the stuff that they're used to. Exactly like you're saying, it's like, uh, you know, we, we, we want a way to give people, you know, like great bookmark sync and, you know, pa- password sync and, and, you know, sync their, their tabs and all that other stuff. Um, you know, how, how do we do that? Like, how do we do that in the lightest way possible? And so what we did in the end, um, was we, we, we sort of, you know, the, 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 the team here, um, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the browser engineer, you know, engineers kind of dug into it and sort of made a, you know, wire compatible, you know, sync protocol, um, that, that we could then, you know, open source and like run on our servers. And a key difference is that, um, it's it's kind of a little known mode, but Chrome actually has a locally encrypted by default mode for for your sync, and so that's actually what what we or, or sorry, but it's it's not a default. It's like it's like a you know obscure setting. Um, ah. But in contrast, we we said okay, like ours is going to be locally encrypted by default. Um, so you get this system that's kind of like the best of both worlds, right? Like you you sign up to your you you say like okay, I want to enable Brave Sync. You get this, um, you know, key that that you know it's 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 one of those you know s- sets of words that you know makes actually a, a local encryption key, 
all that data, all that bookmark data, everything you choose to sync is locally encrypted with that key. We do not, you know, Brave never gets that key. Um, you know, we do not have it, anything like that. You locally encrypt your stuff like on your on your computer, and then you you, you send it up to to the Brave servers like encrypted. So, um, oh, so, it's similar to like a Proton Mail or something where yeah. where it's uh, you uh, it's end to end encryption. So you have the encryption on your phone and then it goes to so you are actually holding you know the people's bookmarks but just encrypted somewhere on a on a server now when someone comes in with their desktop um but then i guess like what's the user id then because there's no account right yeah so so it it's um it's it's sort of very you know very reminiscent of crypto because like your you know quote unquote id is just the public key of this and you you encrypt stuff with the private key of this you know oh i see so you have some database where uh you know the the given a public key you know here's all of your data and so uh and so and so i see so so anybody can anybody can get jimmy's data it's just encrypted because and uh, they can't uh, actually decrypt it no correction there like you actually have to sign and prove that you own the private key to even request it right and so it's like so it's still oh i see it's still protected it's still you know like you know nobody with just your public like even though you don't really share your public key with anybody nobody with just your public key could could go get your data like it's your request still has to be signed with your private key and then we know that you're authorized to do it you okay. never share your private key with us and then only right. only you using your private key can decrypt this you know so so right you never receive this private key and um you know so right o- only you can request it and even if somehow somebody did get access to that data they would have it would be useless to them because they would not have your private key and it would just be in- encrypted blobs got it yeah one of these days uh we should get someone on the show who knows because you know, that that the signing part I still don't quite understand. Uh, um, like I understand how you can go in one direction, but I didn't. But but yeah, you, I, I'm sure it's possible. I just don't know how. Uh, like how you can. Uh, so if you have if you have the private and public key, how how can someone else know that you're you? Um, well, I guess I guess maybe you encrypt. So, oh, Patrick, uh, maybe you want to jump in. Yeah. You seem to know a lot more about crypto. Oh, sorry. So, I mean, I think the difference is like most people think in terms of symmetric key cryptography. And in symmetric key, the same key will encode something and decode something, right? So, the, the key with public key cryptography, oh, I said key twice, is you have <laughs> one asymmetric. So, if somebody uses the public key, the one you share, then only the private key will undo that encryption. But the nice thing is that because of how it's designed, taking a message, so just say it's your name, Jason, and I use you use your private key to sign it. If I take your public key and apply it to that, and I get back out Jason, then I know only Jason could have done Jason if the public key I have is Jason's public oh. key, which... Knowing whose key it is is a whole separate topic. And like, how do you have a root of trust for knowing that the public key is the person? But if you have, you're still trusting a server to say that like, the server is going to send you a challenge, right? The challenge is the current timestamp plus some random number or whatever. And then you need to put your private key into the algorithm to encrypt that. 
that information, if someone intercepted it, if whatever, they can't do anything with it. It goes up to the server. The server takes its knowledge of your public key and decodes it and makes sure that you are the one who signed that challenge, that bit of information. And no one else could have done it because right. if they did, they had your private key and you're already screwed. So uh, that way that you can sort of perform this, this uh, you can prove who you are. And you prove who you are by doing something with your private key that only the private key could have done. Yeah, that makes sense. And that way, like if if there is a person in the middle who has your public key, you know, they see that you pass the challenge, but that doesn't really, you know, that's not a security issue. I mean, yeah. So like replay deal. attack or them getting in the middle of you would be a, a separate issue. So they wouldn't send you a clear text of the challenge. They would send you their encrypted version of the challenge. And that way, someone in the middle couldn't intercept. Oh, right. right. Okay, cool. That is awesome. So, okay, so so circling back here, so that, so you don't even get, uh, I mean, not that you know, I mean, the public key is very, or the the key in general is very hard to break, but you don't even have to worry about that because you can't get the data to where then you could just, you know, thrash away at it unless you can prove yourself first. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Even even if you you know even if you did get access to that data, right? It would it would be encrypted, you know, and only the private key holder would be able to decrypt it. And so so, uh, um, got it. And so so okay, that makes sense. So so the uh, um, um, yeah, that, that's a really uh, a cool service. I think. Uh, uh, it must be a, a pretty large database. I mean, <laughs> I'm just thinking like uh, that's that's a wild. Uh, but I guess you know it's it's uh, with with all the cloud stuff out there, it's it's they make it yeah. so easy to scale. And, and look, the, the good news is now you know if you, if you go you, our our sync server code, it's done in, done in in, in GoLang, and um, you know you can you can see it on our GitHub. It we use uh, uh, and it uses it uses Dyn- DynamoDB for. Uh, any of you AWS fans, uh, oh, nice. at, at this, you know, backend storage, which has been, you know, re- real helpful, real, real scalable. And, uh, um, y- you know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, no, right. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's, it's big, but I think our, our users, uh, you know, our users seem to enjoy it and, and that's what matters. <laughs> cool. So, so maybe we'll touch on one last thing and then I want to talk about brave the company. I want to make sure we leave time for that. But, but one last thing is if you are a content creator, you know, you have, um, you know, jimmy.com and you produce a bunch of blogs and it's really popular and you want to be a part of this and you want to receive support from brave folks, you know, like how do you sort of sign up and get that going? Yeah, super simple. I go to creators.brave.com and, uh, and, and you can sign up and, there, and there's a bunch of, you know, so basically what you do in that is sort of, you, you prove that you, you know, Either own the, the the site or the you know the account or, or whatever it is, um, but it's interesting. You can sign up with it, uh, you know, for a lot of different platforms too, right? So yeah, not only can you put put your site on there, if you have a you know YouTube channel, if you have a Twitter handle, um, you know, there's there's a, a, a you know like Reddit now, or you know, even if you are a uh, you know prolific Reddit user, like you can. Uh, you know, you can uh, let let people you know contribute to you when when they thought you did a great job. Um, cool, that makes sense. Yeah, because there's probably a lot of trickery there. Like there's you know YouTube.com, but then there's m.youtube.com if you're on mobile. And so, so by you know providing a easy way, you kind of handle like all that complexity. Yeah, and it, you know, right. It, it's uh, I, I mean, it's it, it can it get 
gets complex under the hood. You know, the, the rewards team that, that works on this, right. You know, are constantly sort of, you know, working along with, with, um, you know, th- things that can break on those sites to, but, you know, s- fixing them back up to make sure that, that, you know, okay, like we, we, we know a creator, you, you know, we, we, you know, we know where we should send the bat for this basically, you know? Right. Right. Very cool. Yeah. So if you're out there and you, uh, create content on, 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 um, on the internet, I guess, I mean, pretty much anything is, uh, you know, check this out. And, uh, uh, it's a really good opportunity. What about, um, did you have like a badge or something where people can can put a little badge on their website saying, letting other people know that they take the Brave token? Like how, how does the discoverability part work? Yeah, so so look, if you are, well, one, if if you're doing this in Brave, you'll see that there's a little, um, a, a little, little bat triangle that will show, you know, a check mark to say like, oh, you're, you're a verified creator. Um, so it's, it's a little bit part of the brave experience. And of course, uh, c- creators who want to, you know, proudly proclaim, you know, uh, uh, you know, that they, uh, that they love brave. I think, um, I think our, actually our, um, our site, if you go to brave.com, there's a bunch of, of brand assets there that, that I think they're, they're able to use. So, uh, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it, the browser will know it. And then of course you are, you know, wel- welcome to, to pro- proclaim it, you know, however cool. you like. Yeah. So, so, you know, just to recap, you know, Brave, um, I've used it for a long time. Actually at work, we, uh, um, are not allowed to use Brave, which makes me very sad, but, uh, they're to be, to be fair to them, we're not allowed to use almost anything. Uh, they're very strict on it. Is it, is it, is it like, um, like the, uh, yeah, I know some like it policies flag it cause it's got like a tour component that you can get or whatever. Right? Oh, I wish it was that complicated. I think it's literally, uh, you know, here's a list of programs you can use. And, uh, you know, we actually, I mean, to be fair, like most of us are logging into the data center and doing everything there. And over there we have root access and we can do anything we want, but, but, uh, um, oh, but, but yeah, so I had to use uh, Firefox and, uh, uh, and even the, you know, installing the ad blocker, it doesn't totally work all the time. And I feel like some of these ad blockers are kind of compromised uh, in the sense that, you know, they have deals with certain advertisers. They say, oh, this is like a good ad. And so we're going to keep this one. And so Brave is the only thing I've used recently, which just works. Just you install it. You don't have to do any plugins or anything. It just wipes all the ads that you don't like right off the face of the earth, which is amazing. Um, definitely folks should check it out. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of features I didn't even know about, so I'm really excited about that. I'm going to turn on the sync, uh, later today and try that out. Uh, try out the, try out those features, definitely use brave, you know, we're huge fans and, uh, and, and let's dive into the, uh, the company here. So you, um, um, so you, you joined a few years ago and so, you know, what is sort of the growth of the company, like where is Brave now, and and what's been that trajectory like? Yeah, you know, so I think I think around when I joined, I, I forgot the numbers back then, but it was, you know, well, I, I actually remember when I when I first started talking, you know, to to, to the Brave team, you know, actually years before, um, you know, we we'd had a lot of interaction. I think it was like you know a few few hundred thousand users then, you know, this is, this was years ago, and. Um, 
you know, and but I, I, I immediately loved it, started, started using it, you know, uh, um, and, uh, you know, the, the old electron based version, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's grown just tremendously, you know, in the meantime, like, uh, you know, I think it was, I think it was in January, we had, you know, over, over 50 million monthly active users, you know, uh, across, you know, all, all, all those different, you know, platforms and, um, you know, and it's just, it's just, a you know, enormous and, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's been such, such an interesting trajectory because, um, yeah, when, so even when I joined, you know, there's, there's been like an incredible amount of growth since then. And, um, and, you know, actually this, you know, the, the team had done a lot of, of, you know, we work on this rewards program and, and on, you know, some of the ads already. Um, but, you know, I, I came in and kind of helped, help sort of launch and, you know, grow it. And, um, you know, what started as just, you know, if like, okay, you know, a few thousand users who is, you know, for the, you know, who'd sign up, who were like really interested, you know, has, has grown into, into millions and, um, you know, and, and now it's like, you, you hear about it in, you know, all sorts of different, different venues, you know, and it's like, okay, like you, you, you open up real periodicals, like you look in Forbes and it's like, oh, they're talking about brave. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's such a cool thing, you know, cause I, I sort of, you know, I either got used to working at companies where you didn't really, they were sort of, you know, B2B things. You didn't really hear people, you know, mention much or, um, you know, sort of smaller things. And, and this is, um, you know, it doesn't, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't take too many more kind of like doublings of, of our user base to, to start to become, you know, a, a significant portion of, of browsing and, and, you know, really, uh, you know, a juggernaut. So it's like, you know, so, so that's very exciting, you know, but, uh, you know, what I'd also say is that it like, you know, you, you see Brendan, Brendan Ike CEO, like in, engage with people on Twitter, like every day, you know, and he's, he's like very famous for it. Um, and, you know, keeps, keeps like very close to, you know, all those users, right? Like people, when, when people don't like things and people complain about stuff or they think it should be different, you know, if, if the idea is good, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter sort of who or where it came from, you know, Brendan brings it to us and it's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is what we should do. You know, this is, uh, like our user, you know, the people who are, you know, passionate about us and support us, like they're, they're out there and this is, this is, they're complaining about this, this drives them nuts or they wish we were, you know, working on this and. Um, and so what, what's the, what's the sort of order of magnitude, you know, when Brendan comes to, comes to the companies, is it like, how many engineers are we talking about? Is it like tens of engineers, hundreds, thousands of engineers? No, let's, oh, well, it's, we're, we're definitely not, we're definitely not in the thousands, you know, I, I, I don't have an updated count, but we're, we're certainly over a hundred or so right now. Um, wow. That's well, cool. Yeah. You know, we are, um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, no, it's, it's exciting. And now we're working and, and like, yeah, now we're, we're, we're working on some, you know, really interesting pieces. Um, because uh, probably as you saw, like, you know, Brave acquired a, a search engine, right? And, and, and an associated team. And um, yeah, like I said, I, I love Brave Search. You know, it's, it's that, that team just constantly amazes me. And like the growth has been like incredible there. You know, we're putting out sort of, you know, like premium sort of products, right? Like you've, um, you know, you can already get the VPN and iOS and you can, um, you know, you can get this premium Brave Talk, this, this Zoom competitor that's like... Um, you know, re real easy to join and, and anonymous and private, you know, again, by design, um, uh, you know, that, that's a really interesting project too, because, um, you know, t 
talk, which is, is, is based on open source uh, Jitsi and, and, and we work with, with, you know, the, the, the team that runs that now too, um, you know, again, like both really private by design, like we don't keep, you know, metadata about your calls or anything, you know, like that you use these like anonymous credentials essentially to, 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 to join things. Um, but I think what it is also showed is that like, in a, and in a lot of what we do, like you don't have to sacrifice, you know, really cool functionality to get privacy. Like we want, we want users to have both, you know, like, mm-hmm. like what we love about brave talk is, you know, it's like you can generate a link and then just join it in your browser. Like so many, you know, so many of these like, like, uh, you know, video conferencing kind of providers, um, uh, you know, um, they, they like they take the experience outside of the browser and like we want to make it a really good experience in the browser because like that's what people are using day in and day out like 10 hours a day you know yeah my biggest pet peeve is when um these video conferences i've seen several do it so it's not any particular one at fault is where they'll give you a deep link that will take you to a browser just so that they can then open the desktop app it's like they couldn't yeah, even right. use like a desktop protocol deep link you know it's just so frustrating yeah, that's right. And so we want to make it just like, like we, you know, we, when we do engineering interviews, like we, we, we do that too. Um, you know, we just, we, we give them a talk link to join and it's like, and it's easy and they are able to, you know, show up like my, like my nightmare always is like, oh, you're supposed to join this meeting and like, oh, okay, there's, there's a five minute blue jeans install that has to happen before you can do anything, right? You know, so it's- you, you wake up at, you know, 5am with like a cold sweat. It's like, what was your, what was that nightmare? Oh, it was, it was, I had to use blue jeans again. <laughs> yeah. VC is, is the bane of, of so many uh, people's existence. I mean, everyone really complains about VC. I haven't tried, uh, tried Brave Talk yet. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, what about like uh, in terms of positions, you have a lot of folks who are, you know, starting college, finishing college. And so they're looking for everything from, you know, internships over the summer all the way to, uh, you know, full time positions. And we have people all over the world. Um, so, you know, what are sort of the opportunities and what are the sort of locales uh, there? Yeah, I'm, I'm like very glad you asked. So I. I... Definitely encourage everybody to head to the careers page, brave.com slash careers, um, because we're definitely hiring um, specifically for my team. Like we, we have four or five roles for my team and I'm, you know, w- w- one of one of many teams here that, you know, has open roles. Um, you know, we're always looking for for great people to help us, you know, run and scale these these systems and um, um, and, you know, work wise, we're actually, you know, we're very much remote first, um, you know, even, even pre pandemic, you know, so, you know, there, there's, there's an office in San Francisco, there's an office in Grand Cayman. Um, and, uh, Wait, there's but, an office in Grand Cayman. Like there, there is, is, there is. And okay. I, think there's, I think there's like eight or nine people there now. I mean, it's like, wow, you know, and, and they've been, you know, like, like, you know, hiring a lot of people locally and like, um, you know, people really like the life out there and, and Wait, we got it. We have to double click on this. So, so how did that get started? Was this somebody who, uh, had a bunch of Bitcoin? So when I think of Grand Cayman, I think of people trying to escape things. I don't know. I don't know if maybe I've watched too many movies, no. but is this like Bitcoin millionaires and Grand Cayman? Or something? Well, look, I, 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 I'm, and probably I can't tell you the, gen- I, I don't know the genesis of it, but I, I've known okay. that since, since I've joined, you know, it was there and it's real, you know, right. It's like, 
yeah, it is, it is, it, people, people, you know, re- really love it. They really go out there and, and, you know, like in the background, there's palm trees and everything. I bet oh, it yeah, makes you it's, jealous it's, if you're in a meeting with them. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. And a lot of, you know, um, no, yeah. And, and uh, um, no, it's like a, like a wonderful office and, and uh, you know, like a, a lot of awesome people out there. And so that is amazing. Um, yeah. And so, you know, San Francisco too, um, uh, you know, and, uh, and, uh, but, but for instance, a lot of us work remotely, right. I, I'm, I'm right outside of, of Orlando and, um, have been, and then, you know, we usually, we'll usually get together for, um, uh, you know, certainly pre pandemic, we would do these, these like all hands and now, now again, very soon, you know, hopefully. And, uh, uh, you know, or or we just you know fly out to see each other. Like when when we were actually doing a lot of this work on sync, um, we were uh, uh, you know we we actually flew out to like Arizona because there were a couple of the engineers there, and we just like we had a few days in in you know in around Phoenix, right, and just had had a good time. So cool. Um, no, it's 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 great. Like we, you know we 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 hire all over the world. I that's definitely the, the case for you know everybody. Uh, you know, on my team, we, we span a number of time zones, um, and I think we've gotten you know pretty used to to, to working remotely, and we, you know we're, we're reasonably reasonably good at it. I think. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, very nice. So, so folks, check out Cruise. Oh, uh, about internships. Do you do internships or is it full time only? Yeah, we definitely have internships open, and and um, uh, I think this is like right about the time for it. And so, I think we're. You know, we, we've uh, we're, we're close to to bringing on some some interns here. So so you know, definitely if uh, you know, send send your information my way if you're if you're interested. Cool. And what sort of skills are are you looking for? Yeah, I mean, and 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 there's there's tons of different positions. You know, across you know, there's like BD and design and engineering and. Um, but you know, look, uh, d- definitely like Brave always. You know, I think is is looking for people who are like one well-versed in the browser, right? It's like this whole, you know, ecosystem, you know, unto itself. And, um, you know, I, uh, and, and definitely for our team, you know, people who are, you know, great at, you know, scaling all this infrastructure and, you know, keeping it reliable and cost-effective and all that other good stuff, because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're all these services are growing up and scaling and we, you know, we want to make sure that we're still providing great service to our users. So if, if you're great at that, like, we're definitely always hiring for that. Um, let's see what else. Um, uh, you know, I'm specifically looking for you know some some great data engineers. So if you you do that, like like please you know please hit me up uh, you know on Twitter. Um, but Very yeah, cool. you know, and, but look, great great engineers, you know, great engineers overall who care about you know care about privacy and care about making the you know the the best possible web. Uh, you know, we're, we're happy to talk to you. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, this is actually a really good point. I think uh, if you're out there and you've built something, you know, website uh, um, um, or even something that has some kind of server component, you know, take a little bit of time and get it to run on AWS. Um, I actually, I'm kind of frugal to a fault and I didn't use public cloud stuff for a really long time because I didn't want to pay the 16 cents a month or whatever it was. That was that was not good. So don't do that. Basically learn learn public cloud, get your stuff on AWS. For one, you know, if you lose your hard drive, it's not a big deal then. Um, you know, you still have your your site. Um, um, number two, you're not gonna tax your own personal computer and your own personal internet. Um, you know, I'd have issues where my my home internet would go down for a day and I'd get 
people emailing me, Mame Hub is down and all these other things are down. And it's like, ah, and, and so, so, and then, but most importantly, you're going to build skills that are extremely, extremely important. I mean, you know, the, the public cloud services, um, and, and, and all of them are kind of learning from each other. So, so, so they, there's a whole ecosystem there that you could take some time to learn and, uh, and, and build some skills that are really, really in demand right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like we, we, um, we, we use AWS for a lot of different things. Um, uh, look, you know, and look as, as, as an engineer, like I'm just a huge S3 fan, you know, like it's yeah. a diehard S3 fan. Like it's just so, it is so useful in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've had an episode on cloud file systems. Maybe we need to have you back, Jimmy, to uh, to talk about that. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty more expertise there. But okay, cool. Hey, it was um, amazing to have you on the show. I think um, um, you know Brave is an amazing browser. I've used it for years. It has never let me down. Um, I've I've been a, a diehard fan. Um, I don't know when Brave started. Actually, just really quick, when did the when did the Brave project start in the sense that it was you know launched to the public? Oh, let's see. That's a that's a good question. I should I should better know my Brave history. I've been using it for at least a few years now. Um, I, we made it tool of the show uh, maybe three four years ago, and ever since then, um, yeah, I mean, I'm using it right now uh, to record this. So it's it's an amazing piece of technology. Highly recommend it. And if you're producing content on the web, you know, you know, check out the um, this whole bat system. You know, be a creator on Brave, and uh, and and if you are looking for uh, some cool stuff to do this summer, you know, check out the summer internships. There's also full time positions. You know, a, a ton of a whole breadth of opportunity here. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. We'll catch y'all later. Music by Eric Barndaller. Programming Throwdown is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 2.0 license. You're free to share, copy, distribute, transmit the work, to remix, adapt the work, but you must provide an attribution to Patrick and I and share alike in kind. <laughs>